My agent called, he said he got some interest in my script I'm glad I didn't tell him that I never finished it I got my cast of characters and outline for the plot I even got a famous classic case of writer's block Get it out of my head 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 Get it out of your head And onto the page Get it out of your head And onto the page Get it out of your head And onto the page Get it out of your head And onto the page Welcome to On the Page. This is the podcast that answers all of your questions about the craft and business of screenwriting. My name is Pilar Alessandra, and I'm the instructor and script consultant here at On the Page. Joining me as podcast producer back again is Kyle Dodson. Hey. <laughs> okay, Kyle. All right. I'm going to put you on the spot now. Okay. All right. All right. So, so we might as well out you as being Pat's nephew. I am. Yes, therefore being my nephew too. <laughs> yes. Which is weird because you're a grown man, so I, I have a hard time with that. Um, and uh, and uh, you came to LA, what is it now, like less than a year ago you came here? Yeah, uh, yeah, about around a year probably. Moved, to, moved here from Pennsylvania mm-hmm. and I uh, was looking for an industry job and now have one, right? Yes, I do. Uh, tell everybody where you work. I work at uh, America's Funniest Home Videos. <laughs> And uh, I'm a digital editor there and a post-production PA. That sounds really impressive. Yeah. Wow. I think it. I think it sounds more impressive than it actually is. <laughs> Everything in in Hollywood sounds more impressive than it actually is. <laughs> Trust me, as somebody who has one of those jobs. Yes. Yeah. And so uh, and so you're digging it. You like it here. Yeah, I do LA? like it here a lot. Okay, cool. And now I, I worked you into being a producer on the show. Yes. You're also a producer on Rock Solid, Pat's mm-hmm. podcast, music and comedy. All yes. right. And you do stand-up. I do do stand-up. And you've done it for Ryan Budd's uh, stand-up show. Yes. The other, uh, another producer on this mm-hmm. show. All right. So everybody, meet Kyle Dodson properly, and uh, we'll be tracking his career <laughs> and uh, letting everybody know when he's ready to hire you. So uh, we have a wonderful guest on our show, and her name is Nadia Bacon. Hello, Nadia. Hi. Hi. Uh, and if, if, if this name sounds at all familiar to people, and it might, it's because not this Scene Direction Contest, but last year's Scene Direction Contest, mm. Nadia made runner-up, and you were highly discussed, <laughs> your, your, your little piece of Scene Direction, which was so good, and um, Matt Belknap turned out to know you, and Mike Siegel turned so out funny. to know you, and I knew you as being uh, one of the students in my class, yeah. and you won that. I have to go back and listen to that you episode. Have to. <laughs> you have it's to. So we'll, funny. we'll dig it up somewhere. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And and then on top of it all, I get a letter from you. And yeah. I got a letter when was it? Like about um like in May maybe? Maybe May, yeah. And you said you said, Hey, I just got my first yeah. I was just staffed on a show. Yeah. So I wanted to mm-hmm. let you know. Yeah. So I of course said now you have to come on the podcast. Right. Yeah, then I was in. <laughs> <laughs> so let's tell everybody a little bit more about sure. you. Um, yeah. You started, well, what, when did you come out to LA? Have you always um, lived out here? Well, yeah, I, I grew up in Orange County, which is like 30 minutes, you know, down mm-hmm. south. And um, yeah, I just, I always loved comedy um, and I always wanted to do stand up. So when I came to LA, and I guess it was like 2005, 2006, that was my, I was going to, be an awesome stand-up comedian and then I wasn't but I always thought I was funny and people told me I was funny and um 
I think I'm less funny now, but I really, really. I was going to say, I think you've gotten less funny. I know. No. I, no. Well, no. I guess, you know what it is? I, you don't realize how hard, and I'm, you know, I'm sure you know, uh, it's so hard to do stand-up, like to go up and once you get up in front of people and you're kind of just pouring your like heart and soul out, you know, it's very, it can be very nerve wracking. So. And talk about having to create content over and over. Yeah. Like, you know, you've got your 10 minutes, but now you're going right. to need your 30 minutes and you're going to need your hour and you yeah. really have to write and write and, and you, hone. You really do. And it's, it's really tough. I mean, just the writing part of it is so hard of it. And then the actually getting up there is the thing that I realized. I'm like, Oh, I don't think I, I'm cut out for getting in front of people. <laughs> did, you, did, so, did you take a shot before you came on or anything like that? Or were you like, um, just, I, yeah, when I would do stand up, yeah. yeah, no, I would definitely like, you know, you have like a cocktail or something <laughs> you up there. Just, you're like, what am I doing? And there's that moment of like, what the fuck am I doing? <laughs> like, why am I doing this? Um, okay. okay. Yeah. Kyle, you Kyle right? you're going to have to beep. Okay. Yeah. Okay. yeah. All right. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. The, I forgot it's, to tell you no oh, F words, Oh my gosh, I'm but so you can sorry. do anything else. Okay. That's okay. all yeah okay perfect um no the yeah uh, yeah so no it was but I really like oh you know always like no I gotta keep at it and my friend um who was actually a writer on a show he was like have you ever he's like you're super funny you know have you ever thought about writing for tv and I was kind of like um that sounds insane like that was like him asking me if I wanted to write a unicorn like it just seemed kind of foreign (laughs) and um and then I was like Oh, oh yeah I mean let me he's like he's like I think you'd be really good at it just try it and see if you like it and just write something and and I wrote like I just wrote something that I a thing that I thought was a script and it, you know he's like I gave it to him to look at and he's like it's really funny it just needs a lot of work and st- there's structure issues and so I was like okay so I need to like teach myself how to to work on my you know structure like that's that's what I need and I think that's actually how I came to find you is I was Googling like, help me <laughs> learn how to write. And so it was great. And I read your book, which was so helpful. And oh, good. I would definitely recommend it to anybody. I, and I have actually, um, it's just good. It keeps you on track and it really, really helps with, with the structure. Yay. Um, yeah. Yay. That's so great. Okay. Yeah. Show's over. <laughs> <on the> podcast. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, so what spec, so what did you end up writing? Was it an original pilot? Um, you know, I think for that I started writing a Modern Family. It was a spec. I started writing the Modern Family spec, and then I did write. You know what? Let me. I think I wrote. I started Modern Family spec, and then I did an original, and it was just based on me trying to be a stand, like just what was going on in my life at that time. And then, um, yeah. So I think the. I, and then that that pilot sample that I was doing is what got me an agent after I cleaned it up and, and figured how, how to write a script. Were you introduced to an agent? Did you um, submit to an agent cold? No, I, um, my friend, I mean, like I say, like it's always somebody that kind of like, you know, reaches out and is like, is in the industry or has like a job on a show or something. And it's like your guardian angel because you just like, thank you so much. And even at the time, I didn't even realize like what a big deal that was to have somebody and to just go, I think you're talented. I think you can do this. Um, yeah, like he's his name's Peter uh, Peter Blake, and he's awesome. Yay, Peter Blake! Yay, <laughs> yeah, no, really, and and um, he was just really, really great, and like kind of took me under his wing. It was like, okay, this is you have something here. You just need to learn how to like make it better, you know. 
and so and then he and I would write I would write things and he would look at them give me notes and then I what he said was that I was able to turn the scripts around so I was really good at taking the notes and and tying it together which shows that you know he can give you to his agent knowing that you're talented yeah, and I'm knowing sorry. your agent could give you yes good notes so yes yeah, so so from yeah from that that sample that I wrote he um he's like I think this is really good and I can't believe you made it like into something he's like this is really good I'm going to show it to some some agents that I know and then they all liked it so that was awesome I was like this is what's happening right now this is amazing and I was going on meetings and then um I ended up meeting uh the agent that that I ended up signing with can I ask who you're signed with uh yeah well when I started it was at she was at Gersh Mm -hmm. and then um her name's Margaret Mendelson uh yeah, she's at she was at Gersh, and then she's gone over to CAA. So I went over with her. So we'll shout out to Margaret Mendelssohn too. Mm, yeah, Peter Blake, Margaret Mendelssohn, and anybody you want to say hi to. That's what this <laughs> podcast is about. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. So that was kind of the start of it. So out. so when she's she's got your she's got your spec and she's mm-hmm. got your original pilot. Now she's trying to get you work. Yeah. So what was like that like? What was that process um, like of her getting me work? I mean, you know, it's. Oh, it's interesting. I mean, like, I met people from her that, like, it's it's so weird when you try to figure out, like, how did this all sync up, you know, I'm getting the job, but she she actually introduced me to my boyfriend, who, and my boyfriend introduced me to the producer that was on About a Boy, so, like, it, if she hadn't introduced me to my boyfriend, and he hadn't introduced me to this girl, then I never, you know, it's kind of like it all linked up so agents can also get you a date yes this is what I know. I'm hearing this is it good was funny Who yeah knew? yeah it was really yeah yeah it was funny that's great yeah <laughs> I know so he introduced you to the the head of uh, about a boy yeah we went yeah we were actually like in Napa and I met her like we were just like out socially like in Napa and we met there and so yeah it was great I mean it was just that thing of when I wrote this was another sample like this is years later by the way than from when i first signed with my agent um yeah she read the the sample that got me staffed on the show have you said the show oh, oh no i have oh my yet. god i didn't even like I, think no, we're talking about this no thing. this yeah. is uh the show is about a boy yeah. it is a half hour dramedy is um, would you say that or no, is it a comedy I, it's not a comedy but okay. i think it because um jason uh Kadams, who runs the show he's done like parenthood and um, he did Friday Night Lights. Like he's got all these amazing dramas under his belt. Um, he, this is his first comedy, so I think yeah, the sensibility. We're I think we're the tone isn't like going to be like a Thirty Rock, obviously. Um, but it's funny and it's like there's a lot of heart in it. So I think yeah, it's a, you know it's a comedy. <laughs> well, it, and it's going to be just so people know it's going to be on in February. It's yeah. In, after the voice, yes. which is in a bad time slot. No, it's not. <laughs> yeah, we're very excited. And you were actually saying before we we got started yeah. that you know, as somebody who's a comedy writer, yeah, being in a room with a producer who has produced things that have a little more sort of emotion and heart than yes. your typical, like it's he's done more sort of drama yeah. kind of stuff. That there's this interesting energy in the room that you wouldn't think yeah, would no, normally be there. Yeah, no, I mean my impression of like being in the comedy room was like it's very cutthroat and like it's you know it's just joke and joke and it's a boys club and it's this and that 
And that's has not been my experience so far. And like this is, I mean, it's a new experience. This is like my first job. Um, but everybody's been really nice. You know, we don't, we sit like in really comfortable chairs, like in a circle. And like when we break story, it's very, everybody can talk and pitch. And I don't feel like as the staff writer, I don't feel like I'm, my ideas aren't being heard or nobody wants to, you know. Yeah, I feel very like heard in the room, which is so great. Yeah, that is great. That is great. I think that says something about whoever's running the room. Yeah, that's important to make everybody, even if you don't go for that idea to go, Okay, I heard you. Yeah, you know, and then let's spin off of it or let's save that for another. time. Yeah. So so the process of breaking story. Mm hmm. Uh, how does that go? Does somebody say, okay, we're going to have an episode about a particular theme or a particular story idea yeah. go? How does, how does this work? Um, it was great. When we first met, like that first week that we met Jason, we really kind of talked about where we want all of our characters. We talked about who our characters were. And then we talked about where we kind of want to see them at the end of this like 13 episode arc. Um, which was really helpful. So we actually even put that on the board. Like by the end of the season, where do we want our characters to be? Like what sort of growth do we want to have them, you know, experience? And so, so that was like kind of put on just like on um, three by five cards up on the wall. So we, uh, as we were breaking stories, we always kind of had in the back of our head like we're going to this, this, uh, this end here. You know, um, I'm trying not to like give away. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so. So yeah, so that was always really helpful. So when we broke stories, it was, we need, it's like, I'm, it was like creating like a map and like going like, we need the main character will, you know, to grow a little bit here and then a little bit here. And it's like, not too much because you don't want to get everything done, but and he still has a lot of growing to do. He's like um, this like kind of CAD type character, you know, and, and the idea, I mean, the idea of the show is that this little boy and him are... It's like who's raising who type of thing. So this this is an adaptation yeah. of the Hugh Grant yes. movie about yes. a boy. Yeah. Does it pick up where that show left off? It kind of does. I mean, yeah. where that movie left off. Yeah. No, it does. And like, so if you were to think like what happens after we see that story. And the pilot is a condensed version of that. Oh, and interesting. We, yeah. And although we all like are very familiar with the, um, the, the story in the movie and then the book, um, we haven't really like we're writing our own stories so it's not we look at the source material but we're not like okay well in the movie will would never do this like we're kind of we made it our own which i thought was really nice so we're not in that confined little box now have you okay so so i love that idea that okay they have to grow this amount yeah what about the supporting characters we know that like your main characters through line at the end of 13 episodes he has to arrive at a certain thing yes are is that mapped out for every single character along the Um, way um yeah i mean we we have a small cast Mm -hmm. um and then there's supporting characters i think um yeah for the main like we have fiona who's been mini drivers played her, her part she's awesome um, she was so good at the table read. Uh, it was really, it was like, that was the other thing. It was really exciting to see everybody kind of come together. But, oh my um, God, if I met Minnie Driver in person. I, I know. Who else is in this? It's uh, David Walton is the main character, Will. And then um, Benjamin Stock, I'm going to say Stockwell or Stockholm, um, is the, the little boy, Marcus. Aww. Yeah, and he's great. He was on 1600 Pen. Like he's, he's really sweet. Um, and really talented. He's like kind of a genius. That's good, right? Yeah, I you mean, want, it's, you want real talent yeah. saying your words, especially when they're Absolutely. little kids. Absolutely. And 
and that was the thing. It was like, um, he's, I, we never felt like, oh, we let's not write that or, you know, for the little kid. Like, we never even considered it to be limited in any way because he's so talented. He can, we can really write to him and know that he'll do a good job. Um, but uh, you were saying about the, yeah, no, we, we did. We definitely, like, the growth of, like, what Fiona's going to be experiencing mm-hmm. and, like, Marcus and what Will. So those are, like, three main characters. So I would imagine that the yeah. situations per episode have to trigger a yeah. little bit of that growth. Yeah. So are you guys brainstorming the log lines for the episodes? Yeah. Or do you know what those are and then you're brainstorming how, what you're going to do yeah, with them? Yeah, exactly. After we kind of discussed who the characters were, um, we all we broke up into like two small groups and like half of the writers went and brainstormed and and the other half um, brainstormed also and we all and Jason was like look let's talk just brain like anything you can think of anything that like we wouldn't it be funny if you know Fiona got a haircut or something so whatever whatever we popped into our head um, we just talked about and and flushed out and then we brought all of our ideas back even if it was small or big or this happened to me and I think it'd be funny for these characters to you know anything like anything was up for up for game yeah and it was great and so from there we started as we had all of our ideas up on the board um, we started to pick things and match them like oh it'd be funny if this and that and it's just a lot of just brainstorming and then you, know? you get to sort of see the the episode emerge yeah from and those you go, choices. Oh, yeah like well that would make sense because it's all like this beautiful mind thing if you're like piecing things together and it's it's great and like and then we would just rough them in like that would be good to happen maybe towards later in the the season or that would be a good story to tell about what it's like for a mother and a son to be new in a new neighborhood and like you know so like we started to categorize them that way does that make sense it like, does yeah. it absolutely does yeah it's like putting a pe- like jigsaw puzzle together is kind of what yeah just figuring out all the, what the pieces are and then how they all kind of come together i think this would actually be a good approach even if you're writing a feature right um, yeah absolutely you could figure out okay well where emotionally are your characters going to land by the end right? right just the you know where do they have to get to at the end of the 13th episode where do they have to get at the end of the movie Mm -hmm. and then when with each beat of story just like it was an episode think about what would be the situation that would help move them incrementally toward that that place right okay now you've got your beat sheet and then like the funny or interesting ways that you could get there and those are your scenes right um so it's that's kind of great for you guys to know where you're going to go you're not making it up every week you're not like seeing you know what yeah right exactly well they're kind of in this place maybe they should do this yeah yeah that's that's great it seems really sort of it's it seems so sane i know yeah (laughs) yeah no it's been yeah it's good i think it it also like it's reassuring because i think if you don't know like what you're writing to it's so hard to like what what am i writing now if i don't know where i'm going now as a joke writer as somebody who was you know a stand-up and and thought in terms of setup punch joke 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 even in the specs that you were writing and Mm -hmm. and the pilot now that you have to sort of write with a little more attention, like getting off of the joke and maybe yeah. more on story and emotion and all that, right? what has that been like for you as a writer? How have you had to adjust and how has it been positive or negative? Yeah, no, I think what it's made me realize, like sometimes I'll just think of jokes that are just funny for funny's sake. And now I'm realizing like, and it's probably super common, like the jokes really need to come out of who the characters are. Like, um, 
you know, to give a joke and just try to fit it in somewhere because you think it's like a funny joke. It's like, well, it can be really funny, but would that character actually say that? Or so paying attention to things like that and not just trying to cram them in with jokes. Like I was, I think now the jokes are kind of the cherry on top and it's like the fun part of like coloring in afterwards. But I think setting up like what the stories are, what the emotional drives are for all the characters, all those things need to be kind of set in place. And then you can have fun with, okay, how is that character going to make that, you know, Mm -hmm. it's the fun part. It's, you know, everything's fun, but like, it's the really the, the after part. But I think if you do it the opposite of like, I have this joke and now I'm trying to like squeeze in a way that that character would say that, then that's when things kind of start to get really sloppy, I think. Got it. Got yeah, it. You this is this is probably like such a good crash course yeah. in storytelling. It really is. Yeah. And he's such a great like Jason is such a great storyteller. Now, um, you had mentioned it it was a little bit of time between when you got your agent when you yeah. got this gig. So, what was happening in the meantime? Were you going on meetings? Yeah, no, you'd go on meetings and I I felt yeah, it was like I think 3 years before I got it this job so yeah every I mean every staffing season like my first time around was so like nerve-wracking and I think that you yeah it just it, I mean just going on meetings is such a job on it, like in itself like you don't think oh, I'll meet with this person but it's so much is going on like everything weighs like if does this person like me is it like is he gonna you know is, was it just a favor or you know you really I for me I get so in my head about stuff and I think the thing that I've learned is just you're never not going to be nervous like that's probably never going to happen at least for me but just to be in the moment and like to just be and stop thinking and being in your head and I think that would even go for like um being in in like the writer's room like I was at the beginning being so in my head and not being present in the room not that I wasn't present but I was so aware like and then once I got comfortable and was like okay just be present and because then you can really listen to what yeah. people are saying and riff off of that instead of yeah. sort of planning for your next joke or how do I get my idea in. Yeah, or I hope, yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, what was, okay, without naming names, yes. what was the weirdest meeting that you were on? Um, <laughs> I, okay, yeah, it was um meeting with, I think, a producer. And it was like, I went in, it was one of my first meetings and, and I have this tendency, like, if the person's really low energy, I will be really high energy to try to, like, I don't know, even it out. Or if somebody's really high energy, like, I have a tendency to go really low energy. So I really, like, and I think at that first, that meeting, like, he, this man was so, give him nothing. Like, I just was like, I don't even think he wants to, like, meet me. Like, he was so just... And I just felt like I, I ended up being like such like a over the top, like, just so not me. It was so embarrassing. That was like the worst. And and I think now um, my go-to is like, you just ask questions about the person. Like, and when all this fell, just like start asking, like, oh, where did you grow up? What did you do? How did you get into this job? Like, if you have somebody that just doesn't seem like they want to be there or just they make any it has probably nothing to do with you maybe he got in an argument with his family or his wife or something and now he's got to meet with you and he's this had you know just I think in those moments that's how I would deal with it instead of going oh my god he doesn't like me he doesn't like me let me perform and then I felt like you know like a dancing monkey <laughs> that's a really that's a really good piece of advice is yeah just sort of give it back to them and and what are they interested what in what are you interested because in? I think 
it really it is a comfort i think sometimes for people to just talk about themselves what was what was the best meeting that you were on um i met with the best meeting it was so you know it was so casual and it made me realize it was with uh, an executive at fox and um it was like he was so i feel like he was so comfortable and like we went like Let, let's go let's go down to the like the commissary and we went and got like a drink you know and it was just like the talking and walking and like realizing like oh let's just we're just having a conversation and that was like so that put me at ease i think he was like obviously very he's younger like comfortable and like we, it was just like meeting a friend that somebody suggested you should meet and it was like one of those meetings so what what do you find in those in in that time that people really expected from a meeting were they just trying to get to know you or were they also wanting some kind of pitch of other ideas or other things that you were working yeah, on? yeah like a lot of the meetings I've, I've been there are a lot of general meetings so i think especially like if you're a newer writer you go out people just like want to meet you like okay this is a new writer that's kind of out and so they just want to get a feel for who you are so in those meetings i was just you know, they, you could, I guess, pitch ideas, but it's not expected. Like there are like specific, like this is a pitch meeting, but they weren't those. It was just like, who's Nadia? What do you, what do you look like? What do you want to be doing? What do you want to, you know, it's just a general meeting. Would just, they ask those questions? What do you want to be doing? What yeah, do you want to write like, on? Yeah. What, like what's, yeah. Some people would ask me like what, what shows I watched. Um, and so, you know, tell them and what I, yeah, what my sensibility was or, you know, anything like that just to like yeah it was just like a a meet and greet type of thing cool and now and when you can keep your water right there don't you worry about okay. rings on our ikea table it no, doesn't I just, matter so much. kyle is it okay for rings on the ikea table i know this yeah. is your you and pat's pet ikea table yeah. all right okay. i mean murray spilled stuff on Did it murray so. god he, everywhere he goes he spills stuff my God, can't take that guy anywhere. I'm actually going to carve my initials on the table. Is that okay? Yes. And Nadia, I think it's going to actually have me and Nadia in a heart. Is that okay? Yeah. All right. I love it. And okay. plus P. All right. Um, uh, so we were talking uh, about um, meetings. And yeah. I got on, on the table. Yeah. Um, <laughs> sorry. Yeah. But you know, the, the thing that for meetings, the way they got easier, it was just by going on more of them. And like... And this is going to be so insane, this advice that I give. But if you want to feel like, if you're just starting on meetings and you're feeling nervous. But um, I feel like I was I was single. I'm not now, but like I was single at the time. And I felt like going on these like internet dates with people. Mm-hmm. Just blind dates like is so helpful in getting yourself comfortable in like professional meetings. So you're saying to do your research for going on meetings. On how you feel. Go on some internet blind dates. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it really, I didn't at the time plan it that way, but... I had gone on like a few and I was like, you know what? These are actually can be helpful. Like, I love that like, advice. Yeah. I know that's it's going to get you more stories and more stories. Right. Yes. And just comfortable, like just getting comfortable meeting new people. Is <laughs> that is the, I would say that is the craziest piece of advice we've ever yeah. gotten on the podcast, but I think people, everybody <laughs> should do it. Okay. Great. I, I think that's awesome. Okay. Yeah. You, to tell people where you are just in case. The person you meet <laughs> that's a good idea. Is a serial killer. <laughs> yeah, that's that's always that's, right. that's good. You don't actually yeah. have to tell people in case they're a serial killer when you go on real right. meetings. So that right. that is would be the, yeah, the difference. Yeah, exactly. So Does my agent have your number because <laughs> I want to make sure you're not a serial killer. Oh my yeah. god. Um yeah. So yeah, I think just I mean on it like a lot of it's just just getting comfortable and like 
and knowing it's going to be okay. And then knowing that other people have had the same experience as you, because it's so hard, like when you're in a meeting and you're thinking it's not going well, just realize you're not the only one that's ever been nervous about being on a meeting. I like the fact that it was three years in between. So there are a lot of people who are like, oh, I got an agent. And they they lose heart if they're not staffed the first year. And then they think about giving up if they're not staffed the second year. So, I mean, it's 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 great that you were just like, all right, I'm just going to keep doing this. So what were you, what kept you going? I had a dog walking business and I still, we still have it. Good. So you yeah. sort of like had a plan dogs, <laughs> taking care of cats, and that, yeah, that was, and it was great because I like when I would do long cat sitting visits, and the cat was just not a super playful one, just like one that likes to curl up in your lap. I could literally like write and, <laughs> and cat sit at the same time. What about um, your blog? I saw that you had a oh, a blog. Yeah. Do you still have it? I don't do it. It was getting really depressing. It was the <laughs> the shit I've wasted my money on. And like, it's <laughs> that's, not that's for it's lack called. of content. Yeah. <laughs> shit I've wasted my money on blog. Yeah. And it's not for lack of content because <laughs> every day I find that there's money that I, I waste my money on, but uh, things that I waste my money on. But um, yeah, I just, I, I had to stop because it was really bumping me out. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, you, you can have a whole podcast where people come on and talk about the shit they've wasted yeah, their money on. Yeah, you yeah. You know, I'm just saying. I know. It's, podcasts are fun. Yeah, there's things I just think and I, yeah. No, I know it's you true. have a real, you know, a big job now. But yeah. I'm just, I'm just saying. No, yeah, yeah. No, I think it's, it's funny. It's something that I, it's an ongoing, like, thing I talk about in therapy. <laughs> So it would be good to, to talk about it. You know, I buy things as seen in, on TV. Oh, I love like the 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 mailers that you get on the airplanes. What are, what the oh 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 Sky, Sky Mall. Mall. Sky yes. Mall. I I would I would buy all that stuff if I wasn't in the air at the time. That, yeah. being on a plane is the only thing that keeps me from buying all right. the Sky Mall stuff. Sure. But That's yeah, funny. I love that stuff too. Do you buy that stuff? I haven't, but I love the sky. Like my dream job is if this doesn't work out is like if I could get a job writing the captions for the sky mall items. <laughs> they're so funny to me. <laughs> they're like, there was like one I saw, it was like this ring, like a turquoise ring. And it was like, this is a statement piece. Like <laughs> your aunt and your like, people are going to ask you and stuff. It was just so absurd. It's so funny. So someday maybe you, yeah your dream will one come day true. yeah not yeah if you work really really hard at it right <sighs> I could be a sky mom maybe Caption maybe writer. I'm not promising anything but uh, well okay all right so, yeah um, well I understand how that could get depressing <laughs> when it's actually about your real life and it's not yeah. just a bit, it's just sort of like yeah okay, here's here's right you know I don't know Kyle you and you and Pat should maybe have a shit I've wasted money on <laughs> blog too. <laughs> there's there's been a lot of action figures in, oh, really? in and out of oh, the house lately. Funny. Yeah, well it's Christmas time. Oh you know? okay. Yeah. And of course when you think Christmas you think Batman. Right. So <laughs> <sighs> what was something you've you've wasted your money on lately, Kyle? Oh out with it. Oh uh, lots of stuff. Um I bought a Nintendo DS to play one game, oh, one Batman funny. game, and now I just kinda have it and I don't want to play that's any like of the old, other games. That's an old console right um it it was like the one that came out in may oh okay i know like every second there's a new (laughs) new. and you did it only to buy one game yeah and then (laughs) i sold that game on ebay so i just have so you have nintendo that uh, yeah i don't want to play any other games that's funny (laughs) do the girls have that already or you know Uh, should we buy that from you and then it would be shit that we 
crappy yeah. shit we bought from Kyle, <laughs> Who? which was the shit that yeah. he bought in the first yeah. place that he didn't yeah. need. Just generations of. <laughs> I don't think it's the color that Rita wants. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. I don't know. Well, think about it. <laughs> now, all my stuff is like, um, it's like I bought the Wonder File. Oh, as seen on TV. Oh, okay. What is that? I, I love the Wonder File. I totally promote the Wonder File. You open it up, and there's like 17 different compartments on it, and then you close it up, and it's like you're walking with a file. That's amazing. It's great. If you guys take my class wherever I am, uh-huh. I have the Wonder File. With okay. Me. And so I'm letting oh. people know. Come to an on-the-page class mm-hmm. so you can see the wonderful. That's, how's that yeah. for a little promotion? Maybe we should get to a couple of things that are going to be on, on the page so people yeah. know. Um, Nadia took classes at On the Page, and now she's a working writer. There you go. <laughs> um, I'm going to be doing my first draft class, and it is January 4th through February 8th. It's Saturdays, 1230 to 3.30 here at the On the Page studios in LA. It is not online, but if you're looking for a sort of a really, really super compressed online version of the just those main outlining tools like you mm-hmm. saw in the book, yep. um, I did a little three-hour webinar called The Coffee Break Screenwriter, which Kyle helped me out with and uh that can be found online uh for 50 bucks you can just uh just download it and watch it it's just three hours of going through all the tools and i'll send you the handouts for that um Let's see. Anything else? Oh, going to Australia. Oh, that's awesome. In February, Sydney and Melbourne. So I will be, by the time this goes up, that will be posted so you guys can see it. I would really love to finally work with some of my Australian clients in person. Nice. That's going to be really cool. So go on page.tv and check it all out. Kyle, where can people find you? Uh, you can find me saying stupid stuff on Twitter <laughs> at Funny. Or on a rock solid podcast with Pat Francis. Excellent. And Nadia, yeah. no more blog. But no. um, I think you're pretty active on Twitter, right? Yeah, a little bit more on Instagram, but I don't know why I would ask anybody to follow why pictures not? of my dogs. Well, <laughs> um, everybody yeah, loves dogs. I know. Um, yeah, I'm on Twitter. It's um, at Bacon's, I think. I think it's at Bacon's. You forgot what you are? I really did. <laughs> I, I literally was off Twitter because I lost the password and I could not get back in it was I signed up with an old email and I was like I never go to that email anymore it was this whole thing it looked like a week to so now we out. think you're at bacons we yeah think. Okay. Plural, yeah the plural bacons which is the joke that <laughs> I realized that there's no such thing as bacons now, and now there is yeah you're not related to Caleb Bacon are you no but him and I actually met over Twitter oh really we, yeah we were like the, we both the Bacons had, yeah. yeah yeah and, and we actually went and had like we just like we should like meet up and we had like a dinner oh really yeah he's yeah. a good guy he's yeah. been on the show a couple of times yeah he's great he's he really is. we still keep in touch and that's nice yeah. yeah so if you have a last name that is a meat product right get in touch with Nadia and yeah. she'll be your friend too yeah yeah and, yep. you know, if not, she'll use you as um, dating experience for her <laughs> meetings. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I don't have to do that anymore. I don't think. That's right. But if I get rusty and I feel like I'll go back. Yeah. Hopefully my boyfriend won't mind. Yeah. <laughs> He'll be cool about it. He's, he's, he knows. He's no, in the business. Yeah. No. Uh, yeah. I'm so glad that you could be on the show. Thank you yeah, so much, Nadia. I really you. appreciate it. I'm excited about your new project. We won't tell yeah. anybody about it, but okay. we were we were talking oh, about you. it before the, the podcast. I think thank it's going to be really yeah, no, great. Thank you. And, uh, and when excited. that sells, you can come back on the show and talk about that. Okay, yeah. All right. That sounds great. Cool, cool. Okay, thank you so much. Everybody, <laughs> I hope that you were inspired by this podcast with this beautiful, wonderful writer girl. Oh. 
and Kyle so nice. and me. <laughs> <laughs> so get out there and uh, start writing and have a good writing week.